Welcome to Cinema Bushido. This episode, we're talking about the 1991 Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Directed by James Cameron and starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Edward Furlong, and Lena Hamilton. Uh, with me, as always, is the baby to my Hasta La Vista, Mr. Lee Van Cleef. How's it going, Lee? Hey, buddy. Every day's a holiday. How are you doing today? Well, I, tomorrow's a holiday, so I'm excited about that. Um, also with me is writer, artist, and editor-in-chief for ScreenMayhem.com, Jana Rumberger. How's it going, Jana? Quite well, thank you. Excellent. Well, this episode, we have some very special guests. We have the Baby Beard Media Team, makers of awesome podcasts like Imaginauts and Shut Up and Take My Podcast. We have Sean, Phil, and Ellen. Hi, guys. Be, feel free to all yell together at the same time. G'day, Hi. Was that good? <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. All right. So um, as these always go, we, we choose the person who brought the uh, movie to us to start. So, uh, Sean, just because you happen to be the one piece mm-hmm. of baby beard that was saying, what, what are we going to talk about on this one? You said it to me, even whether you chose it or not. You brought it to us. What's the deal with T2? Why did you bring it? And what, it, what is it? All the, what do you love about it? <laughs> All right, so I'm actually going to throw over to Ellen to this one. I'm going to cheat because Ellen was the one that brought this one uh, to my attention and then I brought it to you. So I shall still take the credit. However, (laughs) Ellen, if you'd like to uh, say why I gave this idea. Why I gave it and not why you gave it. They're they're confused right now. Why did did you choose this? (laughs) I chose Terminator 2 because it was like... I, I remember seeing it before Terminator and it was uh, an action movie that kind of I have fond feelings for because my brother introduced it to me um, and it's got, it was the first kind of action female that I ever saw in my whole life. So I kind of latched onto it there. It was also a sexual awakening for me with Linda Hamilton. So that's 10 points. And it's um, got like the best blend of... Uh, it's got some little bits of humor. Um, I really love all the practical effects. The action is just tight, um, but it's not like so overwhelming that you you always know where you are. And I just think it's like an awesome package of an action film. Yeah, uh, totally. Um, I read actually like um, in the motorcycle jump into the gully way, like they had that motorcycle on wires so it would do the thing and then they digitally removed the wires, which mm. I just thought was really interesting. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, Lee, you're up. You are a 90s boy, and I know you love Terminator. What's up, dude? Dude, I, I got in trouble. I was uh, I was eight years old, and I remember I had my nose in the corner uh, at school, and I remember telling the teacher that it didn't matter because my parents had rented Terminator 2, <laughs> and I was going to watch it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and, and how did it go down? And clearly, you were a mini I was Eddie correct. Furlong. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so much so, and I was ready. I was ready for it, and I can't remember a movie that had ever been anticipated. Excuse me, anticipated as much. Uh, let me have a drink real quick. Let me get my my mind right here. I hope it's sorry. Bourbon. Is it bourbon? Yeah. It is bourbon and beer. It was kind of... I don't know why I had a beer. I just wanted a beer with the bourbon. Um, I uh, fart I, a lot. <laughs> I, uh, I want to say it was just, it was just so... In the same glass? Like the taco... 
you know, that would be epic. That would be, uh, that I don't know if I know how to drink like that. I don't, I, I'm still working on that. I'm working towards that. It's a goal. Um, but, uh, I, I think the thing is, is that, yes, yes. I, I, you know, I've heard that liver transplants are, 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 are in less demand. So the price is going to come down. Um, but the uh, the thing is, is that it, when you remember the Taco Bell cups, you know, and just like I remember the 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 anatomy of the skull and the mm-hmm. and the traps, and it was just everywhere. And I I don't I don't think in my lifetime, um, outside of maybe the second Lord of the Rings movie, I don't think I've ever seen a movie so anticipate anticipated as this one. So I was excited. Um, I felt I relived a lot of moments. There's a lot of iconic scenes, but. I, I, I'm sure we're all going to say the same things. I, I love this movie. Right. Well, Sean, you're up now as a, uh, not as the person who chose it, but as the person who saw it. So, uh, Yeah, so I've seen this film more times than I can count. I think it was one of the first, uh, probably the first MA, because I think in Australia it's MA, which is just before the R rating. It was the first MA film that I saw as a, a young and I have never seen the first Terminator film until three days ago. So I watched what? Terminator 2, then I watched Terminator 1, and then I watched Terminator 2 again. And Terminator 1 could not be more 80s. Terminator 2 could not be more 90s. It is, mm-hmm. it is dropped into <laughs> my top five films now. I adore this film and I will spout endless useless facts in the ensuing hour to come. Nice. All right. Well, uh, Phil, you're up. Um, this film is, is a, a masterpiece. Uh, I was only mildly surprised to learn that it had won Oscars. Um, right. I, I was a little bit surprised because action films don't win Oscars. You don't think of them as Oscar-winning films. But when you watch this film, you're like, well, that's... Of course, it's a masterpiece of filmmaking. Um, from its effects to the clever way that it uses exposition and brings the characters together and sets the stakes. It's a clear piece of storytelling throughout, um, which means that the action always has a, has a good frame and a basis, and you know why it's happening. Um, which I think is something that seems to get sort of ignored a little bit now. Uh, I watch something like uh, a Transformers film and I don't really care why anything's happening. Mm. It just feels like things are strung together from set piece to set piece. This couldn't be further from that. It really is, um, while it's a film about its its big moments and its big set pieces, there is a reason for each of them to happen and um, they are, are structured in a way that is uh, immensely satisfying from beginning to end. Nice. Uh, and Jenna, you have a new relationship. I do. You know, I had, I had never seen the Terminator or the first Terminator until uh, we we did a Cinema, Cinema Buchido not long ago. And this was my first viewing of Terminator 2. And it took me a while to get into it. The first half I was like, I don't know. This is stressing me out. I don't know. But... After I got to a certain point, I was just like, this is amazing. It made me really happy, this movie. <laughs> I thought it was... I thought it was so... I don't know, I really... like It like hit me in a way that the other Terminator didn't. I really... Maybe it's because I'm a, a, I'm a child of the 90s, but it, it kicked my ass in the best way. Did you need a wetsuit? <laughs> uh... 
No, but thank you for asking, Lee. <laughs> well, you know me. Um, you know wetsuit because I guess you get too wet. <laughs> Lee, you're a dog. You're a dog. All right. Thank you. Um, <laughs> um, I am a Terminator uh, purist. I saw the original in the theater, Chapel Hill's Mall, Colorado Springs, nineteen eighty, whatever. Um, and it was the whole experience. Uh, it was great. And I don't know. It was it was done right. Like he dies, and she now knows that the future's coming. So what I do love about this is that they really did change the future, and it has a lot of things. Like they could have set up the developer to be a horrible bad guy, and instead they make him a family man, and he still goes in with all the stuff. Um, the hardest parts for me is Edward Furlong is just terrible. And I don't like slapping five with the robot and stuff. But whatever, we're doing we're doing the jelly five, right? Okay. That said, I do love this movie. I like the liquid metal thing. Um, I was watching this with Jenna, so I can just take one of her things she said to me, and it was when um, when the T one thousand is melting. She's just like, God, those graphics are so nineties. And I'm like, these you guys have all said it. This movie is so damn 90s and yeah i i'm for one and more of a a t1 because i'm a child of the 80s and uh, but t2 i think is one of the better like just generally speaking better um sequels of all movies of all time and and it was thrilling to actually get arnold back as our hero instead of you know our villain so yeah. yeah, I think I think James Cameron solidifies himself between Aliens and Terminator 2 as the master of sequels. Um, and I, I also think that uh, I, I prefer T1 as well, but I think what T2 did right was at the end, they clearly weren't looking to make a third. They had right. made it clear that they had averted yeah. Skynet. Right, and of course, I don't know, you guys are probably all like that too. Everyone's like, but he left his arm again. It's like, no, we're starting it over. Like, why did they? I feel like there was like an oversight on their part. Cause, or maybe they were really just leaving a loophole. I feel I like know. Edward Furlong's character, doesn't Edward Furlong's character chuck the hand in? They yeah, make a point of it. Yeah, they destroy the hand because then they realize, well, the Terminator realizes that he has to go in as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely uh, John Connor throws in the hand and the chip. Yeah. No, no, no. The hand. Hand. No, there's an earlier hand. Yeah, the hand that got ripped off in the gears. Oh, right. Ripped off in the machinery. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, yeah, I think, uh, like us, they probably just, just an oversight. There's <laughs> we, a we delay were not only <laughs> in sound, but also in our thought. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to jump to favorite scenes. Uh, we all love this. Um, I just, uh, I think I took the last order and flipped it around a little bit. Um, but yeah, Jenna goes first. Jenna, uh, what was your favorite scene? This is very hard. And I think there are a lot of, yes, I'm just going to go right for the scene that while it was happening, I was literally like, yes, you're going to rob us. Yes. All? You're going to rob us off the great scene. I don't think, I don't know if I will, but okay. it's, but it's when Sarah Connor, who, by the way, I keep calling Linda Connor because I had a, I had a professor that I worked <laughs> with in grad school. <laughs> It was this older woman with this huge fro of white curly hair, and she was super cranky and, Linda and smart and amazing. Make but I keep calling Sarah Connor Linda Connor. Make me art. But anyway, Sarah Connor, it's at the end in the smell factory, and it's it's right at the end, and she's just got the gun. She finally figured out how to load it, and she's just like, 
bam. Oh. Like the whip, the whipping, bam, the whipping shotgun. Bam, yeah. bam, and it was just like, yes, do it, yes. It it really it pissed me off that he had to come finish it because I thought that she was just gonna do it, and I was like, yes. It would have been better. So that was Although that he... was the scene that like I had like this like yeah. in, intense gut reaction that I got super excited about. So that's my number one favorite scene. All right, next up is Phil. Favorite scene. First favorite scene. You have two. Nice. Uh, um, so I, I'm. <laughs> Sean is already annoyed. <laughs> he's, like, he's like throwing the toys out of the pram right now. Uh, I'm gonna go um, with the the storm drain uh, chase. Fuck. Early on. <laughs> Which I'm sure a lot of people really enjoy. It, uh, it's the first big proper set piece uh, in the movie uh, where there's a, a three-way chase between uh, the, the dirt bike, the truck, and the hog that, that Arnie is riding. Yeah. Mm. Um, there's some really cool stunts, great explosions in it. Uh, Arnie does that really amazing uh, reload uh, action where he whips the gun around oh. every time. Um, you know, it's showing his his relentless nature where he can just like power through the the gates and take that uh, take those jumps no problem. There are of course a couple of slightly strange shots where they show Arnie's stunt double in slow motion um, center screen for several seconds <laughs> and and a not quite thirteen year old stunt double of Edward Furlong. Yeah, that's true. Um, Edward Furlong is also definitely <laughs> definitely changes build for, for a few moments there. That's uh, man. It happens to all of us. But it's very uh, that 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 scene puts you on your edges of your seat. It sets the, the stakes for like what the scale of the action is going to be in this movie. Um, and just as far as, as kind of chases go, uh, it's intense and, and really nicely shot with a nice mix of kind of POV, shaky shots, and slow motion and uh, sort of overview shots so you can keep track of where everyone is. Uh, I think it's just, as well as being exciting, it's just really well put together scene. I love it. All right, well, Ellen, you're next. Um, I'm going to focus on like a really small uh, scene and it's the um, T-1000 impersonating, I think it's Janelle, the stepmom. I find that I love love scenes where someone is uh, withholding information and then they ask a question and the person who's pretending in that situation then... Uh, like just goes along with it and that way you can tell they're lying and so, so uh when he asks like yeah what is what's the name of the dog oh yeah uh, i can't even remember yeah. what the actual name is and then he says oh is Wolf yeah, Max. okay Max. and then just the way that yeah Max. that's right and then the way that she says yes and it's just so chilling as well i love when actors have to pretend to be someone else pretending to be them. <laughs> Face off. <laughs> yeah. It's mm-hmm. a really chilling scene and and the the fear of it is um until you get the reveal of the impaled stepdad, it's it's all kind of just implied up until that point. But every time I see that I just feel so tense in my gut. Mm-hmm. Mm. There's uh there's a a point with that scene that that it's the only time that um, the two Terminators communicate with each other, and they're both 
pretending to be other people, which I think is a really nice touch. It's a bit I, of a mind fuck. And I think oh, the extra thing is that because I, I went forth and I watched the the extra extended edition. No. And I know we were having a bit of a debate about what ends up happening to the dog. It's funny because in the extended edition, they clearly have a scene where the T-1000 goes out to the kennel, <gasps> sees the dog there, realizes that the dog has a collar that says <gasps> Max. So that's how he knows that yes. he doesn't have to stay around there any longer because it was the wrong... But does he um, die? Oh, he totally kills the dog. No! <laughs> you don't that's see it. That's why it was cut. You just know. The barking just stops. <sighs> yeah. No, well, I, about the, I hate it. She's still upset. It's now my least favorite scene. <laughs> <laughs> so I shouldn't mention there was blood on the collar. Is that oh? <laughs> well, um, in terms of uh, his impersonations, um, I read. Yeah, I'm sure you guys have to the the trivia um, when the when the T1000 is uh, pretending to be Sarah Connor, the person that's like his, the mirror, the, the impersonator, is actually Linda Hamilton's twin sister, which I thought was what? really cool. Yeah. I thought it was just like they were doing Patty D. Mm. Yeah, we've right? got a lot of facts were... about that. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Yeah. Anyway. Neat. I mean, it's weird. Linda Hamilton went from like kind of sexy lady from the 80s to um, most fucking badass strong kick your ass in the alley lady and her sister seemed to follow suit because I wasn't like <laughs> she doesn't look strong I was like oh they're doing the split screen thing I was looking for the line I don't know whatever yeah all right Lee wait for the trivia section <laughs> yeah well, I'll, I'll jump to us later on after our second favorite scene I'm just going to yell, Trivia! And we'll see who comes up with something awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gentle Jesus. I can't believe my scene didn't get stolen from me. Thank you. Allah, or whoever, Tom Cruise, or whatever religion. You are welcome, sir. Yeah. I, uh, (laughs) it's, um, Miles. And when Miles is holding, he's already been shot to pieces by the HKs. And, um, he's down on the ground. And, um, it's the, it's the major from, um... Uh, from Starship Troopers, he's leading the special weapons and tactics guys, and he realizes that um, that that there's a charge and a detonator right there, and then Miles is like fish breathing, and when people die in real oh, life, so good. I and, and and like that stuck with me as a kid, and then when I fought, saw someone finally die for the first time and they fish breathe, that just solidified that scene for me. I, that, I've never had a movie scene just carry throughout like from the time i was eight to time i'm becoming an old man and that like really like when i when you see it happen it it registers with you and then you really appreciate the attention to detail that miles the actor who played miles had and then he just clicks it and wipes out that whole floor and it was just it was just perfect it was just perfect tension as a child yeah that was Mm. dark leo you okay yeah, no, no, you know, Lee's tend to battle people, so he's gotten to see this kind of stuff, and I always appreciate that perspective, because you wonder about those things, like, you know, James Cameron must have had somebody, like, this is what it's like, if you've been shot to shit, and you're dying, what is it like, and, you know, he's trying to bring a sense of realism to it, and, yeah, that's fucking hardcore, so, yeah. mm. all right, Sean, favorite scene? 
Yes. Yeah, so, so two of my favourite scenes have been taken already. So I'll, I'll, I'll head on <laughs> to a baby. third. Um, my, mine's actually just kind of a, a little bit of interplay uh, that happens between Arnie and um, Edward Furlong. Um, I'm just going to call them that from now on. Arnie yeah. and Edward. Uh, in, in the kind of desert scene once Linda Hamilton takes it over to her crew and there's just it starts in the bunker with Arnie and Edward and they there's a deleted scene where they start to talk about the nature of death and kind of um John starts saying don't you fear death at all and he's like no no I don't I I can't death is inevitability and then that transfers over to the scene where they're under the car and I and this is a point where I don't think Edward Furlong is completely incompetent. And I think when he's when he's not forced to yell and he's not forced to scream, he kind of just has a nice kind of when he underplays it, it's actually quite nice when he's talking about his mum and the the cavalcade of of people that were attempting to be his father, and then you kind of get the really somewhat forced narration uh with Linda Hamilton halfway through the film for no reason. But it does kind of just add a nice little backstory and the nice little interplay between the Terminator and John that I just really appreciated. And it was a nice breather spot three thirds, uh, three quarters of the way through the film that I just really appreciated. I love it. Well, okay, it's my turn. Um, and nobody stole mine. Thank you uh, very much. Because I just, I, you know, I find this movie so ridiculous but wonderful. And you guys know the scenes that are wonderful and ridiculous. So... Um, I think my first favorite scene, you guys might steal my second favorite. I'm not going to say it, but my first favorite scene is um, when Sarah Connor is having her nightmare and she's at the fence and she's bashing on it and she's just like, no, ugh, guys, everybody thinks they're going to shit and she's bashing on it and it shows her young. She's still wearing her like her outfit from the diner and she's got a baby now and she's like, oh, and I'm so upset. And it's not looking through her eyes. It's looking at her from the side. But eventually the 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 nuclear explosion happens. It goes through. It takes down like the entire fucking city. And then she's like still like skeleton arm holding the fence. I'm like, the, the skeleton wouldn't still be holding the fence. Like, but also it's a dream. So anything can happen. And not to mention, you're looking at your person and stuff's just like going boom, boom. But I'm like, like at first she's just screaming horribly. And it's like, it's comical because of course that wouldn't happen. Like you wouldn't even be screaming anymore. You'd just be, but anyway, she's screaming. And then of course all of her flesh comes off and her, her crazy like 90s skeleton arms are holding onto the fence. And I'm like, no, what are you doing to me? You can't have skeleton arms holding the fence. And what? And why are you watching yourself? And I don't know. It's my favorite scene. That was my favorite scene. It was a very Titanic moment. Yes. It's beautiful. Thank you for leading us through your thought process while watching it. I want your commentary. I just died at that. Yes, I mean, I get all of it. Jenna's sitting right next to me, and I'm just like, "What? And like, <laughs> look, the skeleton's still holding the fence. Like, are the 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 skeleton digits like made of some sort of magnetic thing that holds the fence? I don't know what's going on anymore, but I love it. We're doing it. They're fused together by the heat. <laughs> totally. All right, we're on our second round. Second round, Leroy, you get to go first. Do it. 
I, uh, I, 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 I don't know how she survived that nuclear blast. That's hilarious. <laughs> her like... skeleton survived hardcore. Yeah, it was just her skeleton. Like it reminds that. me of yeah. the funniest joke ever. It's a doctor, yeah. and he pulls up. <laughs> he pulls up an X-ray, and he shows his patient, and he it's a skeleton. Of course, he's like, "Just what I was afraid of." And the patient's like, "What?" He's like, "Skeletons." Yeah, like what makes her bones any better than any of the bones for anybody that went through the apocalypse? All right, do it. The like. dream bones. Linda Hamilton bones are the best bones. <laughs> her bones are like nice. liquid steel. I don't know. Every everyone's talking about her bones. <laughs> it's like it's like I walked into a Donald Trump commercial. He's like, "We have the best bones. We have the Linda Hamilton bones, the most beautiful bones." It's just gratuitous how. Listen, her, her, bones her bones are just are. so much better than everyone else's bones. They keep trying to bring these bones in from Mexico, but the reality is is that we got Linda Hamilton bones. Listen, we got Ham- Hamilton bones. I mean, <laughs> they're post nuclear Linda Hamilton bones. But yeah, those bones were hardcore. They're those, still holding I, the fence. They're it's so still funny on the fence. Yeah, the border wall, guys. It's the border wall. Call it that. Um, the uh, the I, I never even thought about that. That's funny. Um, my, my second favorite scene is when Arnie and, um, the T341 or whatever his name is, uh, they, 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 (laughs) it's, I think 800. Yeah. I think it's 799, sir. Thank you. (laughs) Um, and I, I, yeah, I don't know what you were watching. Um, the, uh, (laughs) he gets accosted and he goes out the window of a shop. And then you see Arnie do like that, just like he did in the Technor in in uh, in the eighties, the first Terminator. He comes up like a robot with that with that beautiful shotgun. That uh, and he um, and he and the guy's camera is just going off. It's going click 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 click. And the guy looks like he's av- the guy is the best like uh, best actor to never be in a lead role ever. He's just like. He just looks like he he just watched like Jesus save Moses from the Romans or something. It's just absolutely over the top. But he looks he's just he's just frozen in wonder, <laughs> and it's just like perfect. He's like click 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 click, and then Arnie just gets up, and I was like, oh yeah, that feels good. Nice. All right, yeah, perfect. <laughs> All right, Jesus save Moses from the Romans. <laughs> <laughs> Ellen, you're the best. I was raised Catholic for one reason, and that's to know that that's not true <laughs> or accurate. Yeah, the of same course. kind of time span. Of course, like the ro- Moses was the Bronze Age. It's it was for the podcast, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Next, you broke it. Phil, your second favorite scene. Oh, nice, nice. Oh, um, so I guess. Uh, I'll try and pin 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 it down to like uh, individual moment in it, but I, I think the moment where uh, all our players for the film get uh, finally linked up in the uh, mental institution, which I've again annoyed my my fellow baby beards by <sighs> citing. Um, this is the moment where you've got um, the Connors and the two Terminators. They're all here. It's all happening. Um, and there are several good moments in in this part, 
But I will just highlight one so maybe some other part of the scene can be taken by, nope. by the others. Nope, I'm going elsewhere now. <laughs> uh, I think for me, it's the moment where uh, we, we talked about how, oh my God, the liquid metal looks looks really bad. But I think the point where um, uh, he the T-1000 melts his way through the metal bars, leaving the gun behind, which is a really light, nice kind of moment where he's like, oh yeah. That was My gun so doesn't go through. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it looks great. I think it still looks great. And I, it, it tells it not only is it just like, whoa, cool, it tells you about his capabilities. The limitations. And mm. adds to the the terror around him that he can mm. just like, oh right, he's trapped behind that door. Oh no, he's mm. not. Uh, and it just yeah, it it, it escalates the whole movie yeah. from that point and it's it's such a great moment when watching that i can't not picture in my mind though a dog that's got a stick that's too big for its gate fail on me fail on me dog edition <laughs> all right well um i'm actually next uh based on random stuff so um if you didn't love my last favorite scene, you might love this one. And I hope I'm not stealing it from Sean, Jenna, or Ellen. But probably all I can say is <laughs> Fonzie. Fonzie. Oh. Hey. <laughs> yeah. It's when he's going finally into the hot metal and you think he's dead. Like his whole brain is under Arnold. Arnold, yeah. Well the, the two <laughs> juice. And he's dead, but he switches his hands from, like, reaching to Fonzie. He does a thumbs up, and I'm just like, what? What? Like, you were already submersed in liquid metal. Like, really? I mean, you didn't even have the liquid metal problem the other guy had. But anyway, I loved it. He goes, hey. I can't take credit for it, but there's a particular joke that that I heard on another podcast that says, and at the moment when the Terminator gets lowered down under the lava, his hand goes up in a thumbs up signal, which is a universal symbol for let me up, please. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, when we were watching it um, earlier today, every time he was in there, like as it started like dragging him down through, I was like, ow, ow. No, no, please. Wait, pull me back up. Wait, no. Ow. Ooh, this hurts. Please don't do this. Wait, no, no, please. Ow, ow, ow. But it would take time for him to all melt away before he's truly, like, nothing. Like, it would take some yeah. time for the, the molten hot juice to get to it. <laughs> the juice. <laughs> and Jenna's like, why? I understand why the- what you mean by pain now. <laughs> I know Jenna's why like, we why cry the, now. Why are the chains still good? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> oh, well. All right. Sean, you're up. Yeah, so my my uh, second favorite moment is probably from the time that everyone has gathered uh, inside the cyber, uh, the Skynet, Cybernet, Cyberdyne, Cyberdyne building, and the police have already converged around yeah. um, mm. the whole plaza. And there's two moments: one, Arnie clearly murdering a whole bunch of people. I oh, refuse yeah. to, I refuse to see it any other way. He murders a ton of cops, <sighs> even by kneecapping a lot, which is going to break. But like, look, he's killing people <laughs> left, right, and center. But he's also, ruining their lives at the very least. <laughs> at the very least. And 
But also it holds my favourite line from Edward Furlong, which is uh, they ask him, oh, like, the cops are here. How many? And he just says, all of them, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yes. Yeah, that's brilliant. Oh, Jenna, you're up. Oh, I'm up. Oh, I'm so excited because my second favorite scene was taken, (laughs) but this one wasn't. Uh, My second, second favorite was the helicopter. So not, not the early helicopter moments, but the moments where the not cop T-1000 dives in, smacks his head through the windshield of the helicopter and then like into the, yeah. And the guy, and he just looked at the guy and said, I think he just said, leave. Yeah. <laughs> the guy just get jumps. out. Get out. Get out. And he just jumps out. It was amazing. <laughs> I laughed. He did I, laughed. Out. I laughed so hard at that. I thought it was awesome. Also, like, he still had his headphones on. Wouldn't there have been some, like, a little bit of resistance as he jumped out? I don't know. Yeah. Early Bluetooth, Jana. Early Bluetooth. Head snaps back. <laughs> Clearly. Just a, a lynching. Clearly. But I just thought that was amazing. Do you notice? It's also a practical matter because he doesn't want to discharge a firearm in a helicopter, right? So he's got to, you know, if he can get that guy out without having to it's... damage the helicopter any more than he already has. Go. Yeah, but you're trying to bring logic in here, and there are a lot of moments where the T-1000 did not operate logically. You well, shut your he... mouth when you lie about the T-341. He was great. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, did you notice that a little bit later in the helicopter, the T-1000 has an extra hand? Uh, that he's mm. using to pilot the helicopter so he can still fire his oh. gun with Ooh, fire and reload his gun with his other hands. I saw I the trivia like I saw the yeah, about the the semi like that. What they did is they had like a guy in the driver's seat of the semi and they put like blinders up mm. and then they had Robert Patrick sitting in the passenger seat with the steering wheel and they just flipped the whole thing from a special effects perspective. Huh. So yeah, so he could just, he could just <laughs> Great. Yeah. Um, the helicopter scene was a hundred percent. Well, actually, a lot of this movie must have inspired Grand Theft Grand Theft Auto Version Five. The helicopter. Oh stuff, my god! I was yeah. thinking that all the way through yeah. the movie. I was like GTA Five. Yeah, it's true. I mean, the cars, the helicopter going under the bridges and shit. It was like so dead on. The minigun, the M seventy nine, the different array of submachine guns and. Yeah, you know, exactly. just the assault rifles. It was, I mean, and then this 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 movie had like the most shotgun porn, shotgun porn I've seen in a long time. Yes, and I'm a shotgun I, porn I, motherfucker. All right, yeah, I, I, it's the most beautiful sound. It's like the echo of love. <laughs> yeah, but it's death. All right, Ellen, second scene. Yay! I was starting to worry. I thought maybe that we were just going to skip over. Um, so my. I I can't believe this hasn't been covered, I guess, in a broad sense, but um, I'm just going to say, like, the T-1000's pursuit of... I refuse to to say his name as Edward. It's not. He can't be an Edward. He's Eddie Furlong. Like, Edward does not make sense. So, uh, just in the mall, when they're in the arcade, and I think it's... uh, Yeah, it's him, and he's so... There is nothing scarier than his impersonation of a police officer because it's someone that people will inherently feel like they can trust to give away information to. And so when you see him just kind of like politely asking those two girls, like showing the picture, 
Um, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. There's just so, yeah, there's not, there's nothing scarier than, and I was talking about, um, like, there is a lot of things in this film that genuinely terrify me still to this day. Like, they give me a visceral dread in my gut. And the fact that, that, yeah, this police officer is just so able to get information and and pursue, um, yeah, people, people willingly giving him information is just so frightening to me. Um, and yeah, <laughs> him pushing like that mullet kid, like just just completely <laughs> flapping him is also like I, I, it's a, it's scary but also funny. Shorts. As a side as a side note, m- mullet kid goes on to be a pretty prolific voiceover artist as well. That's oh, what yay. he's done for the past twenty years. So oh. go mullet kid. Love that. But at that age, he was Budnick from Salute Your Shorts on Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just putting it out there nice <laughs> the people need to know that's right i feel bad for the kids today because they don't have arcades it was a really cool time right. yes, they every do. mall no, no not this... anymore it's it's more like beer cades now it's for us it's true or... <laughs> i go to them and now i can now drink and play dig dug <laughs> Yeah, it's exactly. not meant for kids, right? We're we're a bunch of cunts who can't get over it. But the, I mean, like just the idea that, like, <laughs> and we've said the word. I just the fact that we can uh, that we used to be able to go to the mall with a few dollars and play arcades, and it was just it was just magical. And now they've got now they're all calling you a faggot on Xbox. It's just. Oh, horrible. you're right. Few dollars. What kind of fucking brutal. economy did you grow up in? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't i think it was it, what, what time would that have been that would have been the clinton economy actually technically it would have been whatever the fed was but yeah 91 was the end of the of bush senior no but 91 isn't isn't when i really got into the arcades because i was eight so no, i was like God. means nothing <laughs> to like us here in australia no, it's reagan reagan okay it is <laughs> All right. Well, we can name I, prime ministers as well. <laughs> John Howard, <laughs> Kevin Rudd, <laughs> Julia Gillard. It's way too late. <laughs> Wasn't Ron Howard the conservative? The, the conservative? Maybe. Yes. Yeah, we had him for what sixteen years, something With like that. The biggest fucking eyebrows you ever Jesus. seen in your goddamn life. <laughs> <laughs> and and he might as well have been a goddamn king. Sixteen years, I'd have been like, bro, no, we're done, we're done, we're done. sorry. Eventually, we did. It's us. All right. Well, um, you know, I'm going to do something special here. I usually have a top six, and it's a trivia thing, but I don't because we have too many people. So what I want to do is something totally different. And I'm putting you all on the spot. And I'm really going to go with the original lineup of your first favorite scene. And I want you all to tell me your worst part of T2. <laughs> and whether you love oh. it or not, whether you love it or not, I'm putting you on the spot. Um, we're going to start with Ellen. You brought this to us, as Sean pointed out. Ellen, what's the worst part of T2? Uh, fuck. Um, I'm going to say... I'm leaving something out there for you guys because I actually don't dislike Eddie Furlong in this film. I think he's pretty oh. spot on. When he doesn't have to go like... When he doesn't have to relay uh, urgency, 
Mm. Like when he does, uh, I can't remember what scene it is. Oh it's, my god! It's we when have to go save him that's now. right. That's right. When he when he points out that his mum is in the asylum, and uh, yeah. you know the Terminator is going to try and uh, copy her and then kill her, and then he just goes, "We have to get her!" And like I can't not picture <laughs> that. Like it's just like whoa. Um, but everything. When he when he doesn't have to do that, I don't know. Maybe that counts as my least favorite thing. Just that one <laughs> scene with him where he's like, "What? What? Shit! We have to go get her right now!" Wait, right wait now. to beat and then runs. <laughs> he yeah. was a whiny bastard. All right, Lee. Again, original uh, first favorite. First, what we thought about it, Lee. What is the worst part of T two for you? Okay, so um. If you notice right at the end of my scene, the major from God, I wish C C one thirty was here to tell me the guy's name. Yeah. Um, from uh, from Starship Troopers, <laughs> he backs the SWAT guys out, and the bomb blows. And then when Arnie goes down, like it, it's a, it, I mean, I can let the Linda Hamilton they're sharing the mask thing slide. That's not how that stuff works. But what, but what's crazy is the guy who's like, get down. And he's, they're shooting all that stuff in there. Like, when that guy says, get down on the floor right now, and he's got his HK train on, uh, on what would be already coming out of right. the mist, mm-hmm. there's, like a, there's, like, a fogging of his lens, and that indicates he doesn't have a good seal. So oh. he would have failed. Yes. He would have failed my class. <laughs> Zing. Zing. <laughs> all right. Uh... <laughs> Sean, you're next. You know what? I'm going to narrow it down to a single line by Arnold Schwarzenegger because I can deal with all his quips and all his one-liners because it's actually built into the narrative and the character where um, John Connor is teaching him to say how he's totally, to be human. totally hip things like dickwad and <laughs> no problemo. And well, I like, I'll does. deal with all that. Hasta la vista or sayonara. Baby, if you're but Spanish, <laughs> the one line that I cannot deal with because it is a reference and a callback to Kindergarten Cop is "I need a vacation." <laughs> I I hate that line because he would not have, like no. He's n- not even saying that to anyone. No, it's for no one. He would not no. have learned that. What does I'm a not- Terminator's vacation look like? Does he know what a vacation is? <laughs> like, like it's no. I will. I will. Oh, I will accept everything, but fuck that line. It has no place in this film. I would have accepted like Terminator Three, though he him going on vacation. (laughs) Perfect. Well, all right, Phil. What is it? What was the worst part? on on that, this isn't actually my bit. I just want to add on to Sean's. Is I think there's another line that Arnie says that makes no sense, which is where he goes. What's wrong with your eyes? Despite having like, <laughs> a, 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 it's the worst encyclopedic knowledge of of human anatomy, right? Yeah, he should know yeah. pretty much what tear ducts are and and like, why water is oh coming out of Edward's God. face. I think I mentioned this when we were watching it, but that's that's assuming that in this Terminator's life, in all of his times killing and horribly maiming someone, no one's ever cried. No, no one's ever cried. And he's shot them in the kneecap, like. <laughs> In the future, no one cries. No one cries. <laughs> Not have time to cry. <laughs> um, but <Only> my dying. <laughs> but my actual, my actual uh, kind of least favorite thing has to be 
the sudden reintroduction of Linda Hamilton's voiceover halfway oh. through the film. <laughs> oh, I'm not shit. a big fan of voiceover narration. You're so anyway. Right. Like it's yeah, it's okay to set up the film with it. That's passable. That's all right. It follows convention. But you've been following Edward for. Uh, sorry, you've been Eddie. following uh, John Connor, <laughs> oh, you know, Eddie. through his perspective for most of the film, and then suddenly she's like, "Now I know why." And you're like, "What? Who's saying that? Where is she?" <laughs> just the twin sisters behind her. <laughs> I just, I really, I really don't like it at all. Why are you at the playground with a fucking um, like a handheld recorder? Yes. Fuck we you. We've got our shouty moments. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jenna. Do it up. Alright, so mine is is a two-part hatred connected to a specific part of the beginning of the movie. The psychiatric hospital, A, why does that dick, the, the main psychiatrist mm-hmm. guy, get to live twice? Fuck that guy. From, someone should have killed him in the T1. first movie, yeah. and someone should have killed him in this movie. Yeah, remember in T1, he walked out. Just before yeah. Arnold came back, he walked out, and then in this one, he avoids getting, you know, Jana, the window cleaner shit, in the vein. Shit always floats to the top, Jana. It always floats to the top. All right. Well, that's part one, and the other, I mean, I hated most of the, the, the psychiatric hospital, but the orderly licking the cheek, that just... Over the line. <laughs> too far. Gross. Yeah. All of it. Yes. It's like, we get it. It's gross. You're going you're gonna to hate knowing up. that he it, crops up again in Terminator cheek. 3, and he survives that too. Are you serious? Fuck that guy. I hate him in every movie. <laughs> <laughs> I hate him in every movie, but in this movie, he was particularly heinous. So, yeah, no. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that leads to me. I actually had a really good one. Um, exactly five minutes ago, but I listened to Jenna too much and I don't remember. Um, um, I mean, I have a, a huge problem. I have a huge problem with this and it was, um, I don't remember. Okay, who cares? I have, I, I have one that I totally forgot and it was like, I would shout at the screen watching it. It's the bang. Uh, like, why doesn't anyone get a fucking haircut in this film? And it's the fucking Connor family in general. Like mother, like fucking son. They've got bangs all down their face. Like Can't li- see anything. Like, exactly. Linda Hamilton's first introduction, she turns around. She's got hair all in her fucking face. She doesn't move it. No. Nobody's the same. He's got hair all... Hair all in his sure. fucking face, and he he doesn't bother to like flick it away from his eyes. This whole family can't fucking see. How do they do the shit? Get a haircut. Yeah. Yeah. Worst thing about Terminator Two. <laughs> well, and then when he becomes an adult senator, he's wearing a peach sweater with the like with the sleeves. Why? Up. Why did he do that? He like looks so bad on the playground. You know, she's. Too, oh my god! Really? Oh, we've we've actually we've um touched on something that I don't know if everyone got to see. So just for those that didn't, so Phil and Ellen in particular, in the extended edition, the ending doesn't end with the highway and the Linda Hamilton narration. Mm. It ends with a very badly made up Linda Hamilton, Linda thirty Hamilton, years yeah. in the future. And she yes, sees her young John saw. Connor, uh, older John Connor, with his son, and the war never happened. Yeah. Oh. No, I have seen that deleted scene, and it's pretty shit. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> yeah. 
Where she's got two foreheads and then her hair sweep, swept back. <laughs> I, kept, I kept waiting for the three boobs from Total Recall. I don't know. I Triple titty laser. Total Recall. Yes. <laughs> we've got three, we've got three arms know. in this one, but no three hands. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, we did it. Fellers, uh, Baby Beard, thank you so much for enjoying... Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to do one quick break off because um, I feel like Sean mentioned he has a lot of trivia. Do you want to throw out your favorite piece of trivia? I'll give everybody a trivia. Oh, yeah, well, absolutely. Only, I think, only maybe, only you guys really want to take it. Well, I mean, mine mine is kind of more of a Terminator 1 trivia th- uh, thing, but I, I okay. love knowing that the role of Kyle Reese was originally given to Arnold Schwarzenegger. So Arnold Schwarzenegger was yeah. never meant oh. to be the Terminator. He was given the role of Kyle Reese, and then he, the more he read the script, the more he thought, you know, maybe I should be the Terminator. <laughs> and then James Cameron gave him some, like, he, he had some art sketched up, which had half the Terminator's face and half um, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's face, and that sold it. So he called the agent and said, give me Terminator. <laughs> and... And, like, just to think that he was going to be given the role that required more emotion, more no, acting. Don't <laughs> um, let him do it. And just to think that we never would have had Arnie as the Terminator. That is crazy to me. And mm-hmm. it's also kind of compounded by the fact that I think um, Michael Bean as Kyle Reese is horrendous. Mm. I don't think he's good at all. Um, well, and you know, um, Lee, Lee pointed this out to me. Lee pointed this out to me um, a, a bit ago, but... Um, O.J. Simpson was meant to be who? Um, Kyle Reese? Or... <gasps> no, he was supposed to be the Terminator. He was he backed out because his agent didn't think he should uh, be the killer. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, oh, no. Smart choice by O.J. <laughs> oh, God. I don't like it. <laughs> so, originally, no. they, were, they were looking at this and they were going to put... Um, uh, Michael Bean was going to be uh, the T-1000 for when they were first looking at doing this film. So there was a complete swap yes. mm. between um, Arnie and, and Michael Bean's roles in the first film. But they thought, this might be confusing for the audience. <laughs> <laughs> so they got a new baddie. And I'm glad they did because uh, he does such a... Uh, what's his name? Robert Patrick. Robert Patrick does such, such a good, fantastic such job at not... At not doing anything. <laughs> at, look, at looking like he could just be both pitched. just an ordinary action hero and also the villain. Well, yeah, yeah. From the I I remember from the opening, we were trying to like just imagine what it would be like if we'd never seen this before, and we had just you know kind of come out of seeing the, the first Terminator, and the opening with John Patrick, John Patrick, John no, Patrick, oh, Robert, Patrick. Robert Patrick. Um, you know, uh, coming, like, doing the time travel. He almost, <laughs> for a, a half a second, it almost looked like he could be the heroic lead of this film. Um, I, I, the only thing I know is I, that, um, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, I was going to launch him with a trivia, but you go. No, no, I, I insist. Uh, Australian ladies first. <laughs> Oh, why, thank you, you shit cunt. Um, <laughs> so, um, we, we talked about... Did she about, just put my real name uh, on the internet? Uh, Ham- <laughs> no. I mean, unless your real name is shit cunt. But... 
two cuts. Two cuts. That's two cuts you owe me now. They know my true name. <laughs> um, okay, so we all already talked about Linda Hamilton's twin, how um, in the scene when the, the T-1000 is impersonating her, that's her twin. Um, but this is a deleted scene, uh, but I really appreciate the the ingenuity that's going into making some of these practical effects work. So they're digging a chip out of Arnie's head, um, and so... They've got a that shot of mm-hmm. the kind of it. Yeah, it's happening. Um, there's a there is a mirror, right? Uh, but there isn't a mirror because, uh, th- like, so they've just got what looks like a mirror frame, and then behind it is the prosthetic head that they're digging the chip out of, and then um, oh, uh, Linda nice. Hamilton's sister. So it, it they do it to make it look like it's a reflection. But actually, it's it's the twin trying to mirror the action so that she can dig into this prosthetic head. Um, it's just just a really uh, clever like filmmaking trick, and I love all the prosthetics in this film. Yeah, perfect. Right. Um, anybody else have something they absolutely have to say? Yes, sir, I do. All right, do it. Okay. So uh, when James Cameron was uh, sitting down with what's his cunt? Who's doing the new Terminator movies? Who's um, what's his cunt? Something Miller, the, the cut who did Deadpool. Oh, um, Deadpool. Uh, yeah, Tim Miller. Tim Miller. Yeah, yeah. So he's Greg yeah Miller. he's doing the uh, he's doing the new uh, the new Terminator, and uh, and James Cameron no, no, was no, no, no. who was married to Lyndall Hamilton. Uh, he said he said when he brought her back for the second one, she's like, I'll do it. But I want to be fucking crazy. Oh yeah! And I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> I had to wear a condom when I, when I watched this movie. Huh? Oh, okay. <laughs> Anybody else have something? Anyone else have something they have to say before I? No, that's the real trivia. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. Um, uh, Linda Hamilton beard. can use a nightstick. Uh, pull. Uh, <laughs> We just really appreciated the uh, correct use of a nightstick in the asylum scene. It was fucking badass. Nice. Good call. Yeah. All right. Well, Sean, Phil, and Ellen, thank you so much. Uh, T2, badass. Uh, T1 hasn't even been posted yet, but by the time we get to this, we're super posted. And we had Herskillies on T1. I want him to hear T2 and be like, oh, shit, I should have been on that one. Because you guys... Just fucking <laughs> killed this. You killed it. It was the best, best Terminator. Aww. We terminated it. Nice. Ever exist. We love you guys. So fun. Yes. Aw, thank uh, you. Really? And remember, Bye. chill out, yeah. dickwad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, could you say something horrible about Lee? I'd feel really good. In Australian. Like, just do it. Say, what's the worst insult you could have against a, a, a human, especially an American, and just give it to Lee right now? I would love it. Oh. Please. Oh. Oh, what's... We talk oh, really loud. We're all bad. overweight. Yeah. We're stupid. I no, no, we're give just, him, we're give just trying to... Like, can, like... can, can you give us a second? I mean, do you want us, like, yeah, do you want us to actually second. aim at yeah. something very personal? Do you want to give us something personal, and then we'll we'll tailor it to that? Think, all right, all right, I I've just always heard you fucking dog. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking dog. 
Ooh, I like it's a common it. Australian. Dad. <laughs> Dog. Well, you know what? You know what? You, you know why they were being nice? Because they didn't. Ca- they didn't call <laughs> me. A, they didn't call me a New Zealander, so they must have loved me. Oh, that's true. Oh. I heard that. Play the, the concords. Yeah, like, bloody Drongo. See... No, Drongo's good though. All right. <laughs> Yobo. Yeah, right. Drunkard's <laughs> good. All right. We love you Take guys. Your pick. Uh, t- <laughs> until next time when we do this. We again. love you. Bye, babe. This has been so Yay. fun. Find Thank all our stuff on Spreaker. <laughs> oh, yeah. F- follow us, please. <laughs> iTunes. Oh, yeah. We're Baby Bid Media. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, just feels I give you a hardcore early one, but listen, if anyone's Not- still listening to the podcast. <laughs> Baby beard, they do cool shit like things that have to do with Futurama, and they do things that have to do with learning things. Wow, awesome! Not to be confused with Baby Bush Media. Which no, is Baby Bush Media is that weird one where the little baby has vaginal oh, hair. Oh my god! No, oh, I thought you said Baby Bush. No Bush. <laughs> oh, I thought it was about teaching yeah. young little lesbians how to, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and what well, the hell? I, I've been Sean. Thank you. I've been Ellen. I've been Phil. 